So it's interesting. The belt was not uh, originally supposed to be uh, like what we wear. Uh, because like most of the clothing we wear, like functional clothing, comes from uh, need. So like back in the day, suspenders were supposed to be the thing we were supposed to use to keep our pants up. The belt came along because people were emulating uh, people who used belts for their job. And so they would see people wearing these belts and going, that's a pretty cool way to hitch up your pants. And they would start using it and it overtook the suspender. But like ergonomically within our bodies and everything, physiologically, it makes more sense to use suspenders than it does belts because belts actually cut off blood supply and they're not ideal for holding up your pants. We should be using uh, suspenders. Have we started the show? There's a story behind everything from batteries and knives to glue and string. I'll share with you these forgotten things you find lying in a junk drawer. Hi, I'm Kevin Aldis. And I'm Josh Zagorin. I'm your host this episode because that's how we're doing things. We're bouncing it back and forth. <clears throat> and Kevin was confused because I didn't do the traditional opening. I thought I was in charge this episode. Keeping it loose. We're talking about junk drawer stuff. You're like belts. And I'm like, wait, what? Well, I feel like it was a good way to introduce like our personalities a little bit. Oh, like when you oh, came to me wait. to do this show, you were like, I want to hang out with you and do this because you love to research and nerd out on shit. And this, oh, but no, I'm Kevin in this scenario. But I love to, you know, get crazy with my palsies. <laughs> my palsies. <laughs> That's exactly how I talk to people. It is. It's true. Okay, so what are we doing, Kevin? Like, what what is this show? Well, I'll tell you, Kevin. Thank you for asking. So here we are. We're going to uh, rummage through the old junk drawer. Uh, for those of you who don't know what a junk drawer is, you have some kind of colorful way of saying it, like catch-all or something. Catch-all. Catch that. Uh, or mother-in-law's closet or some weird <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> You'll find that in so many things. All right, so... <laughs> Kevin, this is uh, this is my episode now. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. For for those of you who just tuned into this one, go back one. It's only there's only been two. It's only been two. This is like number two. That even, so it's not even like fully two yet. This like is one part and a two. So far. And this is what it felt like watching <laughs> Justice League when it popped up, and I just went, "There's it's only been an hour. <laughs> there's more. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so as we know, the junk drawer, the place where you put all your little, you side swipe your memories. You kind of like. Uh, put them in your little save point, your little folder on the drive. It's the place where you put all the little weird things on your desk that you don't really know where they go. Tape, rulers, uh, uh, tiny rubber ducks, which I have several of, and they're fucking cool. Get into it. Yep, yep, yep. So that's the junk drawer. So we're going to rummage through the junk drawer. We're going to find something crazy, and we're going to talk about it. Here's the deal. Every episode, the person hosting, which is me this episode, knows what is going to be in the junk drawer. The person who is not hosting. Hey, that's me. You hear Kevin? You guys know <laughs> Kevin? <laughs> Drunk. Has no fucking idea what is going to come out of this junk drawer. Yay. So this, you're doing this live in real time, people. Kevin's about to find out what I found. Here I go a rummaging. What the hell is it? Yep. <laughs> Got it. Who put this in there? What Who is it? put in what my is junk drawer? What is it? Silly putty. What? what? We're talking about the silliest <sighs> of putties. I fucking love silly putty. Who man. doesn't love silly? If you uh, seriously, you find somebody that like 
if you go to like a, a an Uncle Funs, oh, R.I.P. Uncle Funs. For oh, those of you, who I never don't got know, to go. They closed uh, shortly after we moved here. Magical. Like, oh, what for is those this of place? you who don't know, in Chicago, there used to be there used to be, and that hurts to say, uh, a toy novelty joke shop called Uncle Funs. That was everything you see in the 80s movies when the kids go in. It's like you, you're either going to find like something that's going to give you superpowers or you're going to find a gremlin in there. You ex- you like you walk in and you expect to see people like Pee Wee Herman yes, shopping exactly. and things like that. It's the yes, Pee Wee Herman like- scene from Pee Wee's Big Adventure when he goes and that was Uncle Fun's. And you go in there and you're like, there's an entire like aisle of fake poop. There is like a whole <laughs> fucking bin of, of googly eyes. It's that kind of shit. Uh, so Kevin and I are going to get drunk, and we're going to talk about a silly buddy. Yay! Because I did a shit ton of research on this. Get ready for questions and math. <laughs> I do like five bullet points, and he's like, I've written a dissertation. Oh, yeah, I actually got this notarized. So oh, ready. wow. All right, wow. so. Talk, talk to me. Talk to me, Goose. What's going on? So first of all, silly putty was originally called, was not originally called Silly Putty. The original name of Silly Putty was Nutty Putty. Really? Which honestly, I kind of like a little bit better. A little Nutty, nutty Putty. putty. It's, it's kind of naughty. It's a small internet startup that has a great lotion for your genitals. Yes, it's, yeah. And it's like, uh, uh, but it's good for you. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's all natural. It's medically sound, but they're like, let's make it cheeky. It's got CBD in it. Oh, your balls smell amazing, sir. That's <laughs> Nutty Putty. And they're really calm. And they're really calm. Uh, so Silly Putty is kind of an interesting thing, Kevin, because Silly Putty is actually a marvel of science. So science times. Science times. It's time for a little bit of science. Weird science. So Silly Putty is actually a non-Newtonian fluid, which is a fluid that does not follow Newton's law of viscosity. What is Newton's law of viscosity? Well, I'm going to fucking tell you. Jesus Christ. The shear stress between adjacent fluid layers is proportional to the velocity gradients between the two layers. The ratio of shear stress is to a shear rate is a constant for a given temperature and pressure and is defined as the viscosity or coefficient of viscosity. But a non-Newtonian fluid is a fluid that says, fuck you, you're not my dad, you can't tell me what to fucking do to that law. And it can, when shaken, become runny, when dropped, shatter, but also stretch, like elastic. So it doesn't follow the normal rules of viscosity. Couple of examples of things that are non-Newtonian fluids. One, ketchup. Ketchup joined that club. What? So ketchup is in the same category as Silly Putty when silly it comes putty, to makeup? Yes, is also a non-Newtonian fluid. Ketchup is one. Wow. Uh, a lot of that comes from salt solutions and molten polymers. But you also are going to find out, get ready, but you're also going to find that honey, toothpaste, paint, butter, shampoo, and blood are all non-Newtonian fluids. Oh, that's a shit ton of science. You just threw a shit ton of science out, dude. So what's interesting about non-Newtonian fluid is that you can stretch it, you can drop it, you can bounce it, like our previous episode, which was about the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Which is not an example of non-Newtonian fluid, but something no. that is non-Newtonian could bounce like a Super Bowl. And it also it also gets uh, more uh, viscous when it gets warm, which is also a property of a non-Newtonian fluid. That's why you don't have to keep it at certain temperatures. Truth. It's true. I uh, wonder if they figured that out because so many kids were like putting it in their pockets and shit, and then their moms would find it, and it was just all fucking gunked into their clothes because it got what? so hot and gooey. 
I love the idea that parents are finding silly putty in their kids' pants. Oh, it's very possible. I, mean, I, don't, I, never, I never kept that thing out of the egg. I would put the silly putty into the egg. The egg would go into my backpack. Oh, 100%. I mean, that's because, at least with my house, my mom was like, put that in that thing, or it's going to dry out, and you're not going to have it anymore. So what's interesting is that it won't dry out if you leave it outside of the egg, but it will soften, as we were talking about. Like, Because if you get it warmer, uh, non-Newtonian fluids tend to soften, right? Now, is it the makeup, uh, uh, is it the material, or the way it's made up that causes it to be able to pull comic ink off perfectly? Also, the way it's made up. Uh, which is interesting because you can't do that anymore because printer what? ink on newspapers has changed. So you, <gasps> so our modern newspapers won't normally stick to silly putty anymore. So kids these days will never understand never the joy understand. of pulling a Garfield no, comic in fact, perfectly off. Don't have kids. We're done. We're calling uh, it. I Human think race. we have enough people. We don't need any. Well, more. I wasn't worried about that. It was more like there's nothing like full, there's no joy left that we can't. Oh, sorry, oh. I got real dark. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> I got dark Kevin. fast. Sorry, I'm sorry. What do you want to talk about? Bees now? You want to talk about Interstellar? I don't I mean, have the time to talk about the apocalypse. We're living through it. We're talking about what? Interspace? Yeah, uh, no, I- Interstellar. You remember that movie? No, I never saw it. Oh, uh, it's okay. It's just Matthew McConaughey nursing the ass end of a beer uh, while Hans Zimmer <laughs> fucks a pipe organ. Uh, and I feel like the bottom of my uh, Matthew McConaughey's beers just like It's gross. Mostly it spit. grosses me out. Like every time he does that in a movie, I'm just like, "Oh, don't don't because he's like sitting there on the porch, he's like, "Well, we just got to keep on making movies until we do." It. And then he and you're just like, "Uh, that's mostly spit. Stop it. Just throw it away. Don't you finish that fucking beer. Don't finish that beer. Come on." Um so yes, printer technology has changed over the years, eliminating <laughs> the transfer of newspaper comic ink to skin. So it's non-transferable now. That's what the kind of ink that they use. It's called non-transferable ink, and it will generally not transfer onto silly putty as it did in the past. But you can lift pencil marks from paper with okay. silly putty. So that's the redeeming quality. I was about to say, is there then any reason to buy silly putty anymore? Of course Because in my is. opinion... Have you ever fucked around with some silly putty and just been confused by what you were experiencing? Because <laughs> it, it doesn't move like normal clay. It bounces like rubber, uh, and it stretches like taffy. And then, and then you can roll it, which is insane. Is it? I mean, I mentioned it last episode. Is this like is this the closest to flubber we're gonna get? That's not like gonna make us fly, of course. I think as that far it was the, the I think that it was the um, inspiration for flubber because silly putty was an accident. Wasn't it something like it was like a plastic explosive at first, right? No. Oh well, this uh, well this show is over. Let's leave. Let's just Goodbye, call everyone. this. No, what I'm saying is. Uh, that's really that's a cool idea, but I think what actually happened is a lot cooler because oh, it didn't involve war. Uh, Just kidding, it absolutely involved war. So hooray! during World War II, America. Japan was invading rubber-producing countries. Uh, it was expanding to the Pacific Rim. Okay, and rubber is extremely important at this time, right? Because you've got rats, well, yeah. tires, uh, aircraft parts, gas masks, and all boots. the stuff. All the fucking accoutrement for war. That's your fucking loadout. That's your cosmetics, right? It also serves a lot of uh, actual purpose because of all of the things I just mentioned. But also, you're in war. You're in bad conditions. Rubber helps you with, with water, with being wet, with being cold. So in the U.S., all of our rubber products were being rationed at the time. So we were... Uh, <laughs> it's interesting because the article I was reading was like, at the time, citizens were encouraged to make their own robber products. And I was like, what? 
<laughs> build a factory in your backyard. I just love the idea that like my alderman was just like, oh, I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, uh, we're making our own rubber. You guys know how to do that. Good luck. We're, we're doing a town hall workshop on it next week. So people were donating spare tires, their boots, their coats. So while all that was happening, the government was funding a research program into synthetic rubber compounds to try to solve this shortage. So they were also trying to make rubber at the time in the government while encouraging the citizens to do that themselves, <laughs> which I'm sure went great. I'm sure no one was harmed in that process. So the people that founded and created and invented Silly Putty by accident, uh, it's a bunch of different people because like we know with all inventions, it's never one person. It's people who did things and that all kind of came together and then one fucker grabbed the patent is how it goes down, right? Yep. So the people that kind of led to the invention of Silly Putty were Earl Warwick of Dow Corning, Harvey Chin, and James Wright, who was a Scottish-born inventor working for General Electric in Connecticut. Uh, Warwick wow. said... The big wigs. Was, yeah, these are the guys. These are the big names. These are the guys. These big are the guys names. right here. Top so, in their game. Know these names, people. They're the history. You're your history. Your history. <laughs> I don't know why I was doing Biden for a second there. <laughs> no, these names. These brave heroes. Where am I? <laughs> I'm president now. Harvey Chin, James Wright. Created silly putty. Easily the greatest putty. The best kind of putty we got. The <laughs> only kind the of putty we got. greatest putty. <laughs> Good, hard-working putty. Fuck you, wood putty. Silly is just a name. It's not an attitude. I love that man so much. Anyway, so um, throughout, of, throughout his life, Warwick, uh, Earl Warwick, who uh, was of Down Corning, insisted that it was him and Rob Roy McGregor, his partner, who were the ones that got the, the patent for Silly Putty. But history remembers uh, James Wright as the guy that got it. So that's who we're talking about. All right. All right. And it's also Crayola's history of Silly Putty states that Wright was the inventor in 1943. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we don't need some, to. We don't need to fucking open up this is it conflicting? can of worms. Is it conflicting? Is there some cl conflicting stories and info? Just about know some? that those Ooh. were the founding fathers. under mysterious circumstances. <laughs> One guy died. What? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I, I, well, uh, I'm, I don't know if they're all still alive. I could didn't you go imagine that far. dying in the freak silly putty explosion when you're trying to make silly putty? Honestly, like, I feel like the blob was. That was why they made that movie. That's how it started. Uh, that or The Stuff, which is another movie that no one should see. Anyway, uh, Earl Warwick, James Wright. Uh, those are the two, plus a little Rob Roy McGregor in there for fun. Oh, created Daniel Silly Day. Putty by accident while trying no. to create synthetic Thanks. rubber for the government because World War II. How did they figure this out? Well, they used boric acid, silicon oil, and they uh -huh. realized that when you reacted them together, which is different than combining them, it would produce a gooey, bouncy material with several unique properties, and it was also non-toxic. And it would bounce Ooh. when you dropped it. It could stretch farther than regular rubber. It would not go moldy. Uh, by the way, Silly Putty doesn't grow mold, so it, Twinkies, and cockroaches will be all that is left at the end of everything. God damn, the apocalypse is going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. It also had a very high melting temperature. However, it did not have the properties needed to replace rubber so they couldn't use it can you imagine if your car <sighs> was like all was silly, putty. silly putty tires how fun would that fucking you, be if what if you and you were like at a car chase and you ran through a newspaper stand <laughs> like just boom you're like you your never whole have car to buy newspapers again your whole car is garfield i got it gloria i got it <laughs> gloria we're gonna all of our we're gonna put a bunch of silly putty on the tires and we're gonna drive through the newsstand 
We'll never have to buy news again. <laughs> this never goes away. We can sell these papers for but a Stephen, dollar a pop. But Stephen, it'll all be the same newspaper. You'll all be the same newspaper. <laughs> so anyway, Silly Putty uh, was something that the government created. I like how you go insane and then bring it down real fast to like some some like good back NPR seriousness. Because I so worry anyway. about the people at home being like, this is very loud. And I'm like, yeah, that's you knew what was going to happen when yeah, you got here. You saw it was hosted by Kevin and Josh. Yeah, you knew, you knew the fucking score. Anyway, so now you've got this incredible government-made Captain America super soldier rubber that these guys made that were not good enough for war, but they were super fucking fun. And this, uh, a woman who owned, she was a toy store owner. Her name was Ruth Fallgotter. Uh, she found out about this crazy space putty and was like, I want to fuck around with this shit. So she had it at her toy store, but it wasn't selling. So she contacted this guy, Peter C.L. Hodgson, who actually kind of is the guy that made soup, that made silly putty. I almost said Super Bowl because they're so very connected. Uh, who... who so Peter C.L. Hodgson is the guy that kind of made Silly Putty what it is, like made it popular. Like, oh, he market, he was the marketing guy. He was the person? marketing guy, right? Okay. Uh, so Fallgetter didn't want to do the thing, but Hodgson saw its potential. So he started uh, marketing it to adults, and then he got a shout-out in The New Yorker for his Silly Putty, which he named Silly Putty after after he, after it was called Nutty Putty. He was just like, no, nutty, mm, but silly, silly on the other hand. And the people were like, yeah, fucking, I, I feel that. Well, how did he market it to adults? Like, what was he doing? Like, it's like it's, It was a novelty. It was like a, a goofy, weird thing that you could- Fun at parties? Could, yeah, fun at parties. You could fuck around with it. And so he was doing it, but it wasn't, he was marketing it for that, right? But it wasn't actually going well, and like nobody was buying it because it's a bunch of fucking adults in the fifties that are hey, just like, some, well, "You want to buy some space goo?" Calm down, Hodgson. You're scaring my wife. <laughs> you I know? have to go to the pipe tobacco store because <laughs> that's what all dads smoked in pipes. And I'll cut so, that part out. <laughs> no, keep it in. No, keep it in. Kevin. No, I have the people to. need to know. My so, failures and shortcomings. Yes. So Hodgson realizes that adults aren't really digging on this because they're all uptight and all died at 40. Uh, anyway, so. Ah, <laughs> uh, the dream. So Hodgson's like, yeah, the, but the adults aren't buying it. So he starts marketing it to kids and that explodes. And in 1957, he produced the first ever televised commercial for children. Really? Yeah. 1957, you said. And it aired during the Howdy Doody show. It was the first time anybody had ever done a commercial for kids. If you want to fucking get your message out to kids at that time, Howdy Doody, man. That was the, that was the jam. The fucking commercial, which I will send you the link for, which I hope you put in this podcast, because you absolutely should watch it, is fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. I assume that it is actually Paul uh, Peter Hodgson in the commercial, because it's just... A man with a beard wearing what looks like the the chief of police outfit from like in a city because he's sort of a captain. It's like what? a it's a military what? outfit and he's sitting there at a desk and he's like, hey, kids, you know, it's and he does that thing that like the you know that the camera is just rolling and they're not going to do any takes because he's just like, you know, what's uh, you know, it's crazy. You know, it's cuckoo bananas. This uh, this thing here called and he calls it silly putty. Silly a putty. And he takes it out. He's like, it breaks like this. And it, you know, it, and you can roll it up in a ball and you bounce it on the ground. And it sets, bounces higher than any ball. That's silly putty. And so he, he just kept doing that in this commercial. And then when it's over, he just kind of sits back down. And he's like, that's, that's what you get asked for silly putty. And then it's over. And I'm like, that worked? 
If I was a kid, I'd be like, what is this horrifying clown ice cream man doing, screaming at me about this thing? And he's just bouncing shit around the world. I don't, I hate it. I hate it. Here's a question I have for you. How do you normally take your silly putty, Kevin? Do you get it in a box? Do you get it in a Chinese takeout box? Do no, you get, you it, get in it in a plastic red Easter egg. You get it in a plastic red Easter egg. That comes in a blister package. Absolutely. Do you know why, Kevin? You will always find that in an Easter egg. Uh, please do tell. Because when they decided to bring that out for children, they dropped that hot fucking album uh-huh. on Easter. Oh, very smart. And that is why it is in an Easter egg. I wonder how many kids ate that shit. I wonder oh, how, like, I wonder if that's so probably. many kids died. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Silly putty. Silly putty is non-toxic, though. Just understand. Silly well, putty is non-toxic. But you but gotta if pass you try, it. You got it. Don't choke on that. You'll Ugh. choke to death. It's non-Newtonian, Kevin. You can't break it. It's it's impenetrable. Ugh. It's gonna have an imprint of your turds on it, like comics. <laughs> I mean, yes, also yeah. clearly that. This, toy got, this, this podcast just got shitty. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so you can make Silly Putty at home because here, here's the Ooh. issue with Silly Putty. Uh, it's in, intensely hard to make in real life. Like if you want to make actual Silly Putty, like the kind of stuff they did back in the 40s uh, when they were trying to create rubber and they created this magical creature. What you do to do that is that you react... <clears throat> dimethyl dichlorosilane in diethyl diethyl ether with water the ether solution of the silicon oil is washed with an aqueous sodium bicarbonate solution the ether is evaporated off powdered boric oxide is added to the oil and heated to make the putty that's how you do it did that just put us on a watch list I feel like that just put us on a watch list. That was a lot of science words just for a toy. Exactly. A, again, this fucking back in the day, man, it was all toys were just science. They were and like, aren't I learned- they lucky that it wasn't like radioactive death goo? Right. Because oh back God. then they were just like, you know, it's wild, Thompson. If you put these two <laughs> things together, it makes something I think the wife would love. But nobody ever stopped and go, is it dangerous? Oh, come on. Quit being a baby. Put this in your wife. Three weeks later. <laughs> That's how we got the Tentacle Monster of 1956. Um, it wasn't a hit at the 1950 International Toy Fair, but buyers at Neiman Marcus and Doubleday bookstores picked it up. Oh! And then it got that shout out, and then it became. And then it's like they said Hodgson received in the shout out in the Talk of the Town section of the New Yorker, and he received more than 250 thousand orders in three days. Isn't that amazing how even through times don't change in the fact that people like this. were so fucking bored, Kevin, I was going to say the same fucking thing. It was the fucking 50s. People were bored out of their fucking minds. But I was going to comment about people and humans in fads. Like there's the True. second somebody's like, I've got this awesome thing. A hundred thousand people are like, I got to have that fucking awesome right. thing. It's the right person yep. says they love it. Then yep. suddenly everybody loves it. And it's like still Cabbage Patch now. Kids. People used to fucking body slam each other for Cabbage Patch Kids back in I the day. I body slammed so many fucking like, kids for those things. Oh, man adults are beating each other up in stores because that was the thing you had to have you know you gotta have a super bowl you gotta gotta have have silly silly you gotta have the silly putty and people are like i will punch other people in the face to have a thing (laughs) and what's funny is that you got that silly putty home and i bet you they're just like wow i got it what do i do with it i don't know okay dude every new toy has like a three-day shelf life on it yes it's the fruit stripe gum did you ever fuck with it enough that it had got air bubbles never fucked 
silly putty in my life. Oh, you could form it into something to do that with. So, I mean, try it sometime. But what I'm trying to get at is when you're cool. working it Thank around. Thank you for yes anding that, which I would have, if I was your editor, I would have been like, don't follow that. No, no, no. I'll never, Walk away. I'll never miss a chance Walk. to talk about fucking something. Come on now. And you can make silly putty at home. I'm just saying. Oh, yes. Getting back How? to that. How's that? Uh, without blowing, because the thing about um, reacting dimethyl dichlorosilanes in diethyl ether with water, you can blow up, you can hurt yourself, the reactions can be violent. So if you want to make it at home, you use white glue, water, borax, and food coloring. Is how you do it, and there's a recipe. It's a you will, I guess, put that in the podcast thing. It's it's real easy. It's fine. It's not the real deal, but it's cute It'll for your kids. You'll you and the kids will go, "Fuck is that goo?" And you'll be like, "You know what? You know what? Calm down, Tiffany. I'll take it up against your slime any day." Yeah, fuck your slime, you gross slime. This is fucking non-Newtonian, which slime technically I think is. Uh, the Silly Putty, did you know Silly Putty, Kevin, speaking of slime, Silly Putty's been to space? No. In 1986, the Apollo 8 astronauts took Silly Putty into orbit with them in a specially crafted sterling silver egg. Ooh. But here's the deal. It, they, they brought it up there just to fuck around with it, because they were just like, well, I mean, we're in space. Once you get up here, there ain't fuck all to do. Right. It also had a practical purpose, they found out, because it was used and actually did a really good job of holding down tools in zero gravity. I was just about to say, I bet they could stick things down with, and that's pretty fucking smart. And the fact that they didn't have something like that beforehand, it makes me worry about NASA. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because that's the thing about NASA, when they find out, like, what actually works, it's usually something ridiculous. Right. I don't know, Thompson (laughs) had this uh, pushpin that his wife, uh, you know, used to put these notes up in his office, and... uh, ended up uh, that's how we got the space shuttle and you're like you know what fuck you this whole space shuttle's made from a pushpin ugh ugh science you nerds fucking nerds fucking nerds uh so right now uh silly putty is owned by crayola so they're the oh, ones really? that are running so the guys the people's the guys so the people's that make your crayons also make your silly putties oh that's cute isn't that cute i think they it's got, cute they got the trademark and i think that's adorable like i would love to like go into the office over at Crayola, and it's like a Willy Wonka wonderland where I could just sit on the floor and color. They're like, son, you can color till the cows come. Lay down and, and color, son, color. If the offices of places like Crayola or toy store or toy companies and things like that aren't fucking awesome and filled with all the stuff like the movie Big would be, I'm, True. Then I'm who disappointed the fuck are in this world. You people? Wait, then if who the we fuck? go to Whammo one of these days... And it's not a wonderland of fun. I'm going to write a terrible Yelp review. Oh, terrible. And I've I, never written a bad Yelp review I will write for the, worst, the worst essay and put it in my blog about your fucking garbage, <laughs> garbage company. Uh, Silly Putty was first sold in 1950 for $1. Kevin, how much do you think it costs today? Today, a thing of Silly Putty, if it was a dollar then, you said that was late 50s? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say... Actually, no, it was 1950. 1950? That's when it was oh, first sold. Okay, oh, okay. 1950. It was a dollar. I want to say now a good thing a silly putty probably cost you around like seven, eight ninety nine. I do love that you called it a good thing a silly putty. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. this silly putty is super fresh. This, this is uh, a good we, shit. We reacted the... these dimethyl dichlorosilanes <laughs> and yeah. diethyl ether today. You did it. I'm God, that was awesome. I'm probably saying it wrong. There's a scientist listening to this podcast going, I'll kill you. Uh, how much did you say? Seven or eight? Seven, eight ninety nine. The actual retail price of an egg of silly putty in twenty twenty one is 
one dollar still to this day it has always been sold for a dollar and it will always be sold for a dollar but don't get excited kevin oh man because silly putties used silly putty eggs Uh because silly putty eggs used to contain one ounce lumps Uh uh-huh now they hold less than 0.5 ounces oh well fuck getting the stick bud See, that's the, the deal. They're short like, end. We're, we're never changing our prices, and that's our scam, but they're giving you a lot less. give them less. <laughs> we're running out of silly, buddy. <laughs> I was I, like, I think I got something <laughs> in my desk. I'll be right back. Hold on. Uh, 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 I found something stuck in the corner of the floor over here. Uh, silly Putty was inducted into the National Toy Hall of Fame on May 28th, 2001. So that anniversary is coming up. That took a long time. <laughs> I mean, it's, it was fucking, awesome before like when that. Randy Newman won an Oscar. <laughs> and his Oscar speech was, don't pity me. <laughs> Except he said it like Randy Newman. Don't pity me. <laughs> that guy's that's a what, fucking Muppet. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's Silly Putty in a, in a nutshell. In an eggshell. Or, or a uh, plastic egg. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I feel like I've made myself pretty clear, Kevin. You feel like you're ready for a little bit of a pop quiz? Pop quiz. Sucker! You weren't ready. None of you were ready. That's nobody's ready. Pop quiz. I didn't even. Question number one. Oh god, here we go. What kind of fluid is silly putty? It's a. Oh, you've said it a thousand fucking times too. I did. You may ask me for one hint. Can I have one hint? It's a poly something or other. It's not. It's a not something. It is the fluid itself is not, not what it should normally be. It is not. <laughs> Do I buzz you? Can I buzz you? Yeah, buzz me. Eh. Silly putty is a non-Newtonian fluid. Oh. Non-Newtonian. I should have had that because it sounded so space-like, <laughs> and I've also heard it a thousand times. But you know, rum. Number two. I'm terrible at this. This is my idea too. Why does Silly Putty come in eggs? Oh, because it was released at Easter and marketing said you could give it to your kids uh, in the Easter baskets. There you go. Yeah. Boom. I've got this. I'm doing this on my own for my own self. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. So you got, you got your, your one of two. One of one. Here we go. How much is an egg of Silly Putty? It is and will always be. One dollar. Yeah! Yeah! All right, two out of three. Not bad. Hey, I still I'll have take record, it. I'll though. take it. You hit me with science. Oh, that's why. I, that's why I wanted to make sure I could throw some clues at you because there was a lot of science on this episode. A lot and of that's science. That's what's on this so episode. cool about Silly Putty is that it's a toy, but also a property of science. Yes. Where you can, when you mess with it, you're actually messing with a concept, which I think is wild because we don't usually get that very often. At some point, that was the future. And it's literally created by us because they needed to come up with something because we were we were fighting a war. <laughs> and so it's a straight up Marvel character. Like <sighs> Silly Putty is legitimately Captain America. Um, it's been a pleasure drinking and talking about junk with you. Oh, my God. Episode two, I think, was a huge huge I think fucking it was a huge success. success, everybody. Pop the champ. You know what? We're done. Oh, is that you it? You don't have to do any more. That's it. Just two. Oh. Oh, oh, we're done. Oh, thanks for... Yeah, we're done. Oh, great. So uh, tune in no, next we're time. No, this is it. We're not no, having no another next show. Time. We're done. This is the last show. Yeah, we're just got to start working on another show now, I guess. 
Yeah. Um, uh, I say we do one. Underwear drawer? Uh, about the underwear drawer. Yeah, Let's get go. kinky with yeah. it. Yeah. And be okay with it. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. First, first episode's boxers. Old school, <laughs> light blue, grandpa snap crotch boxers. I, I loved it. That's where your head went. When I was like, let's get kinky. You're like, yeah, yeah grandpa boxers. boxers. Yeah. Is my Boxer dick going to fly beats. out? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a roulette game, babies. Gross. Oops. That was gross. That's great. I hate it's, that. Is I this over? Is this, that. that's... Can we call it? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Junk drawer. Kevin and Josh will reveal a lot about all of the stuff that you forgot. Some of it may come as quite a shock. It's just lying in your junk drawer. Blah, blah, blah. Big talk.